This Podcast Movement 2022 audio session is brought to you by Supporting Cast, the best way to sell and deliver exclusive podcasts. And special thanks to PM22 Virtual Ticket Presenting Sponsor, Amazon Music. Um, so yes, my name is Sarah McDowell, and I will be talking to you today about podcast marketing. So just as a heads up, uh, you will see my Twitter handle just at the bottom corner there, uh, Sarah MCD UK. Someone did point out that that spelt out Sarah McDuck, so a fun way to remember that. But if you've got any questions at all, hopefully there'll be a time for Q&A at the end. But just in case, um, you can hit me up on Twitter, but we've also got a booth um, downstairs, down the escalators. Um, so any questions at all, come and talk to us. Um, so what will you learn today? So what will you take away from the next 45 minutes? So we are going to be doing this. And just as a heads up, I do love a meme. So there's a few memes in, in my presentation. Uh, but yeah, I'm not just going to be highlighting common podcast marketing mistakes, but I'm going to be helping you to fix them, so giving you solutions, basically what you should be doing instead to make your podcast marketing more effective. And what is this based on? Why should you trust a UK girl giving advice, right? Uh, so I am a podcaster, okay? A uh, bit of a podcast addict. Uh, so I've just launched my fourth one, the SEO Mindset Podcast. So over the years, I've, I've done it, right? I've learned how to grow an audience. I've tried things myself. I've, I've tried things, see what works, what doesn't. I also work for Captivate, um, so we are a hosting and analytics platform. So I've got, um, yeah, I've got access to a lot of data from a lot of um, podcasters. I can also have conversations as well. And it's not just conversations with podcasters that use Captivate, but online, so on places like Twitter or on in, when I'm at conferences like the podcast movement. Um, I've also done my research, so I'm basically trying to say that what I'm talking to you today, it's come from a few reputable places, and what I would urge us to do is stop putting our faith in the podcasting gurus out there. Now, whenever I say guru, I feel like I'm saying the word wrong, but I think, yeah, guru, that, that's right, isn't it? Um, but yeah. And the reason we need to stop putting our faith in the podcasting gurus is because nine times out of 10, they help with um, getting you started, right? Getting you launched because growing, that's the really hard bit, yeah? That's really hard to nurture an audience and get listeners. And why am I talking about this? So unfortunately, Buzz Lightyear, is wrong. Uh, the old publish and blast it technique no longer works like a dream. So the idea where you publish an episode, you go to your favorite social media, so for me that would be Twitter or LinkedIn, you do a post on the day, a couple of days after, a couple of weeks, um, but you kind of think that's, that's my marketing sorted, right? That doesn't work anymore because podcasting has evolved, and that means that our marketing needs to evolve. And also, so we have some data, 
um, where 69% of episodes get less than 100 listens in their first 28 days. So this just goes to show that we need to be better with our marketing, okay? We need to be a bit more efficient in what we are doing. So first things first, as podcasters, we need to be thinking like strategic marketers. And when we are thinking like a strategic, why have I got a so, such a hard word to say, strategic uh, marketer? I reckon that the podcast marketing mistakes that we're making tend to fall into four main categories. So, we get the message wrong. We target the wrong people. Where we go to market our podcast, we get this wrong. And we ask people to do the wrong things at the wrong time. So, this is what I'm going to be fixing today. So we're going to go through each four categories, talk about the podcasting mistakes that we're making here, and help you fix them. So let's start with message. What are we doing wrong here? So podcast market mistake number one. We are so eager, and I get it, I'm a podcaster, right? We're so eager to get people to listen to our podcast that we give far too many reasons why you should listen, okay? We go overkill, and we, we don't just give too many reasons. Because we know our podcast, because we know what we're trying to achieve and our message, we overcomplicate things. And what we need to do instead is simplify, okay? So take a step back, simplify the message. We need to give people one main reason why they should listen to our, your podcast. What is your main USP, okay? Your main unique selling point. And the way that we're gonna do this is by using the X, Y, Z, or if you're from the UK like me, Z formula, okay? So the X, Y, Z formula is my show does X for Y to make Z happen. So here's an example. So here is um, my XYZ statement for my podcast. So the SEO mindset gives actionable growth advice for SEO professionals to help them optimize their SEO careers and not just for the algorithms. So let's break this down, okay? Where is the X, where is the Y, and where is the Z? So that's, that's my X, so that is what my podcast does. It gives actionable growth advice. There's the Y. Who is it for? SEO professionals. And lastly, Z. What will they achieve by listening to my podcast? It will help them to optimize their SEO careers and not just the algorithms. So use the XYZ statement to help create your statement. What is the main reason someone should listen to your podcast? What are they gonna get out of it? Podcast marketing mistake number two is we forget to mention that when we say follow or subscribe, we forget to mention that it's free, okay? Now, you might be saying, Sarah, subscribe, that's so last year, no one's saying that anymore. Okay, even if you're saying follow, people are still in that subscribe mindset, right? And 
if we are in that subscribe mindset, think about things that you subscribe to. Netflix, for example, you have to pay. So it's no wonder that when people are asked, what is your biggest blocker? Why are you not listening to a podcast? It's because they, they think they have to pay. And that's a really easy thing to fix, right? So all you have to do, whenever you're saying in your podcast or when you're writing, follow or subscribe, just mention it's free. Really simple, easy fix there. Okay, podcast marketing, marketing mistake number three. So when we say subscribe or follow, we normally say something like, wherever you get your podcasts, right? I used to say this a lot, and I think, yeah, I still got episodes where I say this. And the reason this doesn't work is because someone can ignore that, okay? You're not really giving someone an actionable action. I'm, I've said it now, actionable action, yeah? Uh, we're not giving someone an action to do. We want to make things easier. So, uh, I use Captivate, and we have something called the single subscribe promo link. So here is my domain, the seomindset.co.uk, and we've got forward slash listen. So instead of saying subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, I can say subscribe by going to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash listen, because you're giving, it's, you're making it really easy because from that link, they can easily go to Apple, to Google, to Spotify. And not only is it easy for someone to remember that, but we can also measure as well. So within Captivate, we have something called link analysis. And promotional links, that is measuring. So all of these things that I've got in my single subscribe promo link, I can see which, which one, which platform is being clicked the most. Podcast marketing mistake number four. We give people, we ask people to do far too many things when listening to an episode. So, for example, you might say, if you're on Twitter, give us a DM. If you don't have Twitter, why not follow us on Instagram? If you don't do social media, send us an email. If you don't like any of that, why don't you download this awesome resource? That is far too busy, right? No one's going to remember. No one's going to do an action. So, and there's also the golden marketing rule of someone tends to have to be uh, exposed to something seven times before they make an action. So yes, have a range of different call to actions because you wanna, yeah, you wanna be asking people to do things differently. But in a specific episode, stick to one, okay? Stick to one, maximum of two. Because the more time someone has heard follow us on Twitter or download this resource, the more likely they're actually going to do it. And again, this can be measured, right? So this is attribution links within the Captivate platform. So whatever call to actions you are trialing in your range, you can measure it and see what's getting the most engagement. So then after a few months, you can see, okay, I need to be spending my time getting people to download this resource or Twitter is really working well for us, okay? 
So we need to be smarter in, in that way with our measurements. Okay, we've got a tick, folks. So we have fixed mistakes with message. What are we doing with people, okay? How are we getting that wrong? So podcast marketing mistake number five, and I hope we've got some Anchorman fans in the, in the audience. Um, but yeah, podcast marketing mistake number five is that we try and attract everyone, okay? And that, again, is because we're eager. We want people to listen to our podcast. So we try to target everyone, and in doing that, we actually attract no one because what we need to be doing is being more targeted with who we want to attract. We need to think who our people are. Who is it for the SEO Mindset podcast that's going to get the most value from our show? So the way that we do this is instead of attracting everyone, we need to create an avatar, okay? So here, we need to write down that audience persona, really get into their shoes, right? Write down as much information as you can and like, stick it up. So when you've written down this avatar, stick it up behind whenever you record a podcast or whenever you plan because then you've got a visual reminder of who you're actually talking to, okay? So here's an example for my podcast. So the SEO Mindset podcast, here's an example, Avatar. So everyone meet Monifa. She is a SEO manager. She didn't plan to have a SEO career. She went to university, did some traveling, and she needed to start a career. She needed to make some money. So she just happened to fall into SEO. But she was in there a couple of months and she loved it, okay? She really loved the analytics side of things. She loved understanding how Google works. But she's also passionate about her own personal growth. So she's been in SEO now for about 10 years. And yes, she is passionate about SEO, but also growth development. So when she's reading books and listening to podcasts and audio books, she loves a fiction. She loves a, a romance novel, but she also likes to listen to stuff to help her uh, grow her career. And when she's listening to podcasts, she's doing that while she's doing exercise. She's listening to podcasts while she's driving around. She's listening to podcasts when she's doing housework. And she's a manager, right? So with her last promotion, she has a bit more disposable income, so she can, the, the job that she works at, yes, they pay for uh, personal growth, but she wants to invest in herself as well. So there's an example of my avatar, right? So I know who I'm talking to. I know when I'm planning my episodes, when I'm thinking about who to have on as a guest, I can make sure that I'm, I've got Monifa in my head and that I'm creating content that she is going to love. So as a freebie, um, if you go to captivate.fm forward slash podcasting course, we've got a whole podcasting course by 
Hopefully some of you will recognize that face, but that is Mark Asquith, our managing, one of our founders. And he's put together a whole course about um, podcasting. And he goes into detail about your avatar and your XYZ statement. So definitely, if you want a bit more time and yeah, you want a bit more about that, check that out. And we also throw in a free crib sheet. So you'll need this while you're going along with the course. But again, yeah. Um, so go and check that out if you want more information about that. So when we are thinking about our audience and we know who we're talking to, we can create a community around our podcast. Now, a community that I'm involved with is the Women in Tech SEO. And this is an amazing community founded by Areej Abu Ali. And they celebrated their third year birthday earlier this year. So the Women in Tech SEO is a community for those that identify as women, women and work in technical SEO. So Areej does a loads of initiatives to support women in technical SEO. But Areej has done a fantastic job of understanding who her audience is, okay? She's done that. She, she is her own audience, but she's had conversations with other people in SEO that are women. So she knows what people are struggling with, right? So it's a no-brainer that they've got, the community has over 5,000 global members. And whenever she does an initiative, it gets so much support because the community just love what, they do. And as you can see, um, there was a podcast. So Areej reached out to me and was like, hey, Sarah, do you fancy doing a podcast for the Women in Tech SEO? Me being a bit of a podcast addict, I was like, of course I do. Uh, so we did 26 episodes, but because it was part of that community, we got some really great results. So last time I looked, we had over 12,000 listens um, based on 26 podcast episodes, which isn't bad. Um, in our second season, we got a sponsor, so we started making money, which, you know, everyone loves to do in podcasting. Um, and also, when we reached out to the community to ask for people to be a guest, within a week, two weeks max, we had enough guests to cover us for a year. So this community, creating this community, supportive community around your podcast really does work. And also, if we are really thinking of our audience, we can e more easily create loyal advocates and fans. So here's an example. So you'll see SEO Mindset Pod. That is the Twitter handle for my podcast. So Elaida Solis is another amazing lady in the SEO industry. And she has a newsletter. And as you can see, she was asking for some podcast episode recommendations. And we have a listener of the podcast who is doing our hard work for us. So that's not me. That's not my uh, co-host, Tasman Sullivan. This is a listener who's recommending us. So this is awesome because it's so authentic, right? It's coming from one of our listeners and they're doing some of the hard work for us. They're doing some of our marketing and promotion. Right, we've got two ticks. So we've fixed issues with message. We've fixed issues going uh, wrong in people. What are we doing wrong when it comes to where we go to market, okay? What can we fix here? 
podcast, oh, I got a laugh, grumpy cat. Good meme, right? Good meme. Uh, so, podcast marketing mistake number six is that we just rely on social media to do our promo, right? Now, obviously, we do need to be doing social media if that's where our audience is. And if we go back to our avatar, we'll know where they are, what platforms they're using. But we don't want to just rely on social media because, one, not everyone who is a potential podcast listener is going to be on social media. And even if they are on social media, they're really easily going to miss a tweet, a Facebook post, an Instagram post about a new episode, right? So we need to think bigger. We need to think, where are our audience? Where can we reach them that's not just social media? So we've done the avatar for the SEO mindset. So I'm going to give you some examples of where we promote as well. It's not just social media. Newsletters, okay? An awesome way to get people to know about your podcast. So I've already talked about the Women in Tech SEO. I'm not getting any commission, just as a caveat. Just want to throw that one out there. Um, but yeah, so when Areej found out that um, me and Tasman were doing the SEO Mindset podcast, she was like, ah, oh, can we mention you in our newsletter? And I was like, Yes, please, because I know that that's going to 5,000 global members. And I know that, because I've done my research and my avatar, that my audience is within this community. So it's another great way of getting people to know about our podcast. Also, appearing on other people's podcasts. Now, I'm going to go into a bit more detail about this later on. But this is an awesome way that we can be doing some promo, okay? Because uh, not only are we tapping into someone else's audience, but more than likely, whenever there's a podcast episode, there's going to be a supporting page or a supporting blog. Now, as you can see, there's information about the episode, and there's links to my social media and Captivate, where I work. But there's also a link to my podcast. So, as long as that episode, as long as that page is live, I'm always going to have a link back to my podcast. So, if someone comes across um, Jack Chambers Ward's uh, podcast and this episode page, they will see that link. Okay. So, another great way of getting more people to know about your podcast. Here's another great little tip. Uh, so um, the next time you're at Google, don't do this now because I hope you're paying attention to my talk. Um, but yeah, the next time you're, in you're, you're with Google, type in best, insert your topic, and then podcast. So here's an example that I did with, with mindfulness. So this is what Google is showing uh, when you search for best mindfulness podcasts. Now, as you can see, it is showing um, podcast episodes. And I'm going to go into more about that later as well. But you'll see there that there's articles, that the seven best mindfulness podcasts in 2022. And there's other ones as well. So what we need to be doing is checking these articles out. Um, and not just, so this is just showing the top three results, but have a look on the first and second pages, okay? Um, and make sure that your podcast is mentioned, for one. 
If it's not mentioned, find out who wrote that article and reach out to them. Reach out to them with your XYZ statement and your avatar as well. Give them the reason why you need to be included. And this is another great way for discoverability. It's another great way for people to come across your podcast. Okay, another awesome tip is writing content for other places. So Moz, um, they create tools and resources for the SEO industry. They have a blog, and their blog gets thousands of um, traffic a month. And Tasman Sullivan, so my co-host, did a piece about optimization tips for your SEO career. So this article is relevant to what our podcast is about. So when someone comes onto this article, they get an amazing bit of content to help them optimize um, their SEO career. But then at the end, where there's Tasman's author bio, there's a link to the podcast, right? So if someone's read the article, really enjoyed the content, they're more likely to go and check out your podcast to see what else they can learn about, okay? So have a look, um, and again, go back to your avatar, and you've, you should have written down what people are reading, where they're going for their news and resources, and get writing for them. And another great tip, so let's say you have guests on your show. Yes, we need to let them know when the episode is live, but go a step further and ask them to embed that episode on a blog or a page. So Arija Abu Ali, she came onto the podcast and she spoke about toxic feelings that we have around money. So I knew that she already had a blog about this, um, so I suggested, why don't you include the episode on that page, on that blog, that talks about this subject? And it's a win-win for both me and Areej. Areej gets to give more valuable content, so people get to listen to a podcast episode as well as reading. But again, it's another great way for people to discover me, okay? So people who go onto Areej's website they get to know about my podcast. So you're helping each other out there. It's a win-win. OIT, so podcast marketing mistake number seven. So when we go to social media, we tend to think of promotion rather than giving people great content. So we might do something like, hey, check out a new episode with this person. We insert a URL to that podcast, and then we'll say something like, you'll love it. This is such a missed opportunity when instead of just doing the promotion, we can be giving people great tips, advice, guidance, content, before doing the promo. So something that I've been trialing is Twitter threads. So I did an episode about imposter syndrome, right? So within this Twitter thread, I give seven tips. So these tips I pulled out from that podcast episode, um, and I put them in a Twitter thread. And then at the end, that's when I asked someone to then, if you liked this thread, why don't you check out this episode? So you've already given them 
great content before you've gone in with that promo. So again, they're more likely to be like, uh, the SEO mindset, they know what they're on about with imposter syndrome. Maybe I will check out the episode. But people, this gets so much engagement, right? Because it's a thread, like people will comment, like, retweet different parts of that thread. So you're tapping into their audience as well. So just have a think how you can give people valuable content and don't just always think of the promo, yeah? Podcast marketing mistake number eight. So I said earlier about appearing on other people's podcasts. This is what we should be doing. But we need to think about quality and not quantity. So rather than thinking, oh, I need to get myself signed up to as many podcast episodes, podcast shows as I can, think about quality. And what I mean there is have genuine collaboration. So don't just think about appearing on like one episode. Reach out to them and go further, okay? So um, appear on each other's podcasts. Create other content together. Do content swaps. Uh, maybe you could do a Twitter Live or a YouTube video. Uh, you could do something called feed drops. So that's where... Um, so they would drop a podcast episode into their podcast and vice versa. Um, so really think about working together, okay? So think more than just being on a podcast episode. And then podcast marketing mistake number nine, neglecting SEO, okay? Search engine optimization. So back in 2019, Google announced that they were starting to index podcasts. And basically what that means is depending on what someone searches in Google, they might start to show podcast episodes, right? So again, this is a great way for discoverability. So instead of neglecting SEO, we need a plan. We need a strategy. Now, I could easily talk another 45 minutes about SEO, but I know that we're coming up to lunchtime, so I won't. Um, but I do urge you to check out captivate.fm forward slash SEO, um, because there I share 10 insider podcast SEO tips. So I go into a lot more detail about SEO and podcasts. So go and check that out. I will talk about a few important pointers. Uh, first being transcripts. So obviously, transcripts exist because of accessibility. Okay, that's the that's the reason. So um, someone might come onto your podcast episode page and they might not be able to listen to your podcast. If you have a transcript, they're not missing out. Okay, because then they've got the text version of your podcast. Now, there's loads of tools out there that you can use. Um, if you go over to captivate.fm forward slash Descript, Descript's a cool one. Um, I've used that one, really easy to use. Uh, we also integrate with um, Descript as well. So um, with a few clicks of a button, you can like, work with Descript and work with us as well. Um, but yeah, we need to be making sure that we're creating transcripts. Now, Nikki Amozia, who is the Director of Digital Marketing at Content Agency, she did an uh, amazing video all about podcast transcripts. So she talks about how to do it, what you should be doing with these transcripts, 
Um, and then she also tells you like how you can track and look at the data afterwards. Um, so yeah, make sure you go and check that out. Um, but most, yeah, uh, pretty much all podcast hosting platforms will allow you to upload a transcription, and then you can pull it through to your episode page, okay? So transcripts are really important um, because it helps Google. If Google are indexing podcasts anyway, if you've got a transcript, so a text version of your audio, it's easier for them to understand what your podcast is about. So then when someone searches for something relevant, you're more likely to be shown. If you haven't already, make sure that you claim and verify your podcast with Google Podcast Manager. So obviously, Google have their own um, yeah, podcast playing platform. But you get amazing SEO data for free. Okay, So as long as you've claimed your show, whenever your podcast episode episodes have been shown in Google, you can get impressions and clicks, so you can see that kind of data. But what's really cool is um, you can see physical words that someone has typed into Google for your episode or your podcast to be shown. So then you can take that keyword and make sure that you've optimized your title, you've got it in your description, all that lovely jazz. Right, so we've got three ticks now. Uh, we sorted out message people place, time. How are we, why are we asking people to do things at the wrong time? So podcast marketing mistake number 10, we tend to ask people to follow or subscribe. And we tend to do this to everyone, right? When sometimes people need to check out a trailer Okay, so we ask for commitment too soon. So what this is like is being on a first date and going in for the proposal, right? You're going to scare people off. So you might be saying, okay, how do we know what to ask when? Uh, so listener acquisition flow, this is something that we talk about um, within Captivate all the time. Uh, we have growth labs within the platform, which is loads of like workshops and um, yeah, um, and we talk about listener acquisition flow. But basically, what we mean is the journey someone takes to become a podcast listener. So, for example, um, right at the start, we've got a lurker. So here, they don't really know about your podcast. They don't really know about you. Okay, uh, they they may have seen you pop up once um, and then they move on to the explorer so here they've seen you a couple of more times they're getting to know you so instead of asking these people to check out an hour-long episode that's far too you're asking far too much too soon give them a, give them the trailer okay they do it with movies and they do it with tv series and we need to be doing it with our podcast uh, so then you've got a listener. So here, they've listened, they listen to a couple of your episodes. Then they subscribe. So I've gone with subscribe because they're subscribing to your, not just your show, like it's not just a physical button clip, but they're subscribing to your ethics, what you do, what you stand for, and then they become a fan. So my point here is that if you're just asking people to follow or subscribe, you're going to scare people off. 
So make sure that you map out this listener acquisition flow and make sure that you're, you've got call to actions, like the trailer, so you're asking people to do things at the right time. Okay, we fixed, we fixed it. Uh, so we fixed what's going wrong with message, people, place, and time. And I think if we do fix these areas, we can make a better podcast marketing strategy that's going to work. Now, nothing's going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. But if you follow some of my advice and tips, over the months, you will see some progression. Bonus time. So I've got um, a few minutes to talk about the podcast discoverability triangle. So this is a concept um, that Mark Asquith talks about. And basically, it's about um, three types of audiences that we can tap into using three types of marketing strategies. So there are people out there, would you believe it, that don't know what a podcast is, right? Or they don't know how to listen. So we need to make sure that we are talking to them because just because they don't know about podcasts doesn't mean that they're not going to listen to your show because they might love the topic that your podcast is about. Um, so we just need to make sure that we are providing content that educates them about why you have a podcast, yeah, what the benefits are, but how you should listen. So an example of this is, say I'm at an SEO conference, I get talking to someone and I mention my podcast and they're like, what? what's a podcast? Uh, so I talk to them and I say, oh, why don't you uh, follow the podcast on Twitter? And pinned to my profile is my trailer, right? So they can get a feel of what my podcast does. Um, so yeah, we need to make sure that we have content and we're doing stuff that gets people who don't know what a podcast is. Um, those that love podcasts, but they don't know about you yet, or they're not listening to you. So again, here we need to work with other podcasters. And this relates back to my earlier point about creating genuine collaborations with other podcasters, right? Um, so if you're working together and going back to your avatar, you know what other podcasts they're listening to. So those are the people that you want to be partnering up with and work together and open up your audiences to each other. And even if you've both got small audiences, you're still doubling, you're still doubling your listeners, right? So have a think of what podcasters you can work with. What can you do together? And then last... People who aren't quite sharing your podcast. Um, so again, this goes back to knowing your avatar and making sure that you're creating content that people really want to share. Don't be vanilla. Have opinions, okay? And if you have an opinion about something that someone doesn't agree with, right, then you know that they're not your right audience, okay? So make sure, an emotion, okay? If you can get them to be shocked, laugh, cry, to be heard. So we've managed to do it with the SEO mindset, right? So we take care in out when we're planning and what topics we're going to talk about. So when this listener was listening to an episode, she went to Twitter and she shared what we were doing. And the way we did that was making sure that our content resonated, that we made sure that we were creating content 
that resonated with them. Okay, that is me done. Um, hopefully, yeah, you got some value from that last 45 minutes. Uh, the Captivate team are at booth 316. Um, we just want to say that with marketing, it's not rocket science, okay? You just got to try some things. If things aren't working, go back to wrong message, wrong people, wrong time, wrong place, and just see if things can be tweaked, things can be changed. Um, but yeah, but come and say hi to the Captivate team. We love talking about podcasts. Uh, we've got some really great merch. So, so yeah, I mean, we've got two minutes for any questions. Uh, and I, yeah, we can, we can do a question. This was awesome, by the way. Quick question. I do transcripts, but I don't have them like on past episodes, like 150 of them. Do you suggest that I take the time, go back and backlog the transcripts? So, <laughs> yes. Uh, so you got 150. Yeah. So I would tackle these by um, starting with your most popular episodes, yeah? Because obviously it's going to take time to do all those 150, but it's really important because it's important from an accessibility point of view, but also, yes, Google are automatically transcribing, but they can get things wrong. So you just need to make sure that like, um, when you're doing the transcription that you're editing and making sure that there's no errors because then you can make sure that Google's got the right understanding. So it is important, but I would prioritize the episodes that are getting the most, yeah, and tackle it that way. Hey, Chris Billow with chrisbillow.com. Great presentation. Um, Pareto Principle. Yeah, I'm like, why would not anyone say this at the beginning? But Pareto Principle, would there be anything that you recommend we focus on first? Or is there a, a provider who can do all that stuff for us? My friend and I were talking, we're like, we want it all done, but we don't want to do it ourselves. Who can do that for us? Come and talk to us. Okay. Come and talk to us because, I yeah, like, I feel like I won't do, give you an answer just this, but come over to our booth, 316, and we can chat about everything that I've spoken about, give you some tips, show you what we can do and where you can go for other support. Um, but, yeah, but it's all about prioritization, right? We could all do with more time. But, yeah, I know that's a bit of like a getting out of the question, but seriously, come and talk to us because we'll be able to talk all about that stuff. Uh, one more question? Oh, you, I repeat it. Okay, so the question was um, paid for promotion on the apps. So, uh, yes, obviously, uh, so my recommendation there would be, so you know earlier how I was saying that um, with our um, single promo um, link, we can see, so with my podcast, I can see, okay, are most people listening through Spotify? Are they doing Apple? Uh, I would see uh, where most of my audience are and um, go there. But I would say um, it all depends on your budget and how much you've got. And I do think you can get more value out of more like collaborations with other podcasters and, and things like that. Like obviously, so I'm not from a paid background. My bag is SEO, so... I'm an organic lady, um, but yeah, uh, that sounded weird. I'm an organic lady. It came out, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but again, come to our booth and we'll, we'll chat about that more in detail because uh, it'd be good to have a conversation. Awesome, 20 seconds. One, uh, one more question? Any questions? Yeah, 
Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, right, so are you on Twitter? Right. Uh, if you um, hit me up, you know, being cool with my lingo there, uh, if you uh, reach out to me on Twitter, and I'll provide you with my slide deck. Um, and yeah, I'll think about something about getting it up as well. Um, but yeah, follow me and I'll, I'll sort you out. Awesome, right, yeah. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, yeah, come and say hi to Captivate.